Today we're discussing a woman whose career in music, acting, and filmmaking spans over six decades. This is the Stan Girls Podcast, and today is all about Barbara Streisand. The spin sent me to the ground, and I tried to win, tried to win. But truth is that it's all around, so I've been giving in, giving in. Another wind's gonna knock me down, and I'm falling in, falling in. That was different. <laughs> threw me off. I don't know. Uh, trying to do something different every time. I don't know. Yeah, no, that one just threw me off for some reason. I don't know. Uh, we're the Stan Girls. Yep, we sure yeah, are. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm Mandy. I am Sam. And uh, we we have we have Rachel, yeah. as always, in the audience. And Corey today. Members of our studio audience. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Happy uh, Musical March. Yes. To uh, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all my fault. We're about halfway through. This whole thing. Tell me. It was my it was uh, my partial birthday gift to you. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate you know? it. Because I know you like to celebrate all month. Fuck, so. I, I do. It's a For somebody who hates their birthday I so know. much, she celebrates it more than anyone else. That's, Has uh, anyone else ever noticed well, that? <laughs> She's always like, I'm going to go do this and this and this for my birthday, but fuck my birthday. I don't want to do anything for my birthday except for this, 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 and this. And I'm okay. like, what are you talking about? By the way, last minute, do you guys want to go eat? Yeah, that too. And I'm like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You said you didn't want to do anything. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I kid, I kid. My, I was spoiled as a child. I know. We've talked about Fucking this. Fucking pony kid. <laughs> I know. And that's what it was in my household. It was a birthday month. Well, I want that. Can we start celebrating my yeah. birthday all month? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. September for Rachel, May for Corey, November for me. Let's all right, do it. let's do it. Let's start doing it. I'm nice. down. All November. It's all gaga. Every week. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we already have November planned. Maybe for 2020. No, hey, just, yeah, there you go. I'm just kidding. What would we talk about? I, I don't know. Everything. All of it. Everything. Uh, okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. I got I real worried. I wouldn't put that kind of pressure on you. Okay. That's, that's, all. Too, much, that's too much work. All right. That would be... I wouldn't even know what to do for that many episodes on one person. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, let's get into this. Okay. We're doing Barbra Streisand. You can't do Musical March without doing uh, Barb. Yeah. Can't. You can't. No. Period. Yeah, like literally, it would literally. be like a slap in the face. It would. Too too barb. It would be sacrilegious. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so let's start out. Her name is actually Barbara. Mm-hmm. It's not Barbara. It's Barbara. Mm-hmm. Joanne Streisand, and I don't know how other people say her last name. Uh, how it's Streisand. That's how you say it. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't either. You were saying the thing about uh, Tim Tim yeah. Apple as uh, Tim Apple as Trump likes to call him. Um, how she called him and uh, had him yeah. ch- have Siri change the yep. pronunciation, but it sounded just fine. Yeah. It sounded like what I've always yep, what said. What I've always said. So I was kind of thrown know. off by that. Don't know. Me too. I don't know. <laughs> she was born April 24th in 1942. She was born in Brooklyn, New York. Nice. Uh, her mother was Diana Ida Rosen and her father was Emmanuel Streisand. And he actually died just a few months <laughs> after Barbara's uh, birth. I'm going to fuck up her name here and there because usually i use like their name until mm-hmm. they actually change it mm-hmm. i'm gonna fuck that up because it's so close i'm just letting everybody know um he 
uh, died just a few months after Barbara's death uh, from complications from an uh, epileptic seizure. Oh, bummer. Yeah, he was only 34 years old. Damn. Yep. After Emmanuel died, the family fell into poverty, and Diana went on to work as a bookkeeper to try to keep the family going. Previously, she had uh, been a singer. She aspired mm. to be a singer. Um, didn't go well for her, Aww. obviously. Uh, Barbara was one of the, or Barbara has one older uh, brother, Sheldon, from the same marriage. And then she has a half-sister, Rosalind Kind, who's also a singer, famous singer, from her mother's remarriage to Louis Kind in 1949. Oh. I did not know she had any siblings. I didn't either. Had no clue. I had no idea that her mom uh, or her sister were singers. Yeah. So yep, both just, of them. It runs in the blood. I, yeah, I guess so. And mm. she kind of, I guess, outshined everybody. Yeah, I would say so. I, I mean, bet they're a little jelly. That voice, though. Yeah. You yeah. can't You can't do anything can't, about can't it. You can't beat it, man. You can't. All right, so Barbara started school at the age of five. She attended the Jewish Orthodox, uh, I don't want to say this wrong, Yeshva, I think is how you pronounce it, Okay. of Brooklyn, and she was considered very bright, but she lacked discipline. She didn't really like to learn. She wanted to talk to her friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was me in elementary school. Every <laughs> yep. every year, parent-teacher comments are like, oh, we love Samantha. She's so great, but she's a little talkative. <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she likes to talk to her friends, and I, I always get yelled at, stop talking to your friends, and I'm like... But that's the only time I get to see him is at school. Right, right. <laughs> I get it, man. Uh, she did the same thing. Yep. She, like, talked to her friends. Uh, she went on to public school at 89 in Brooklyn. And it was then that Barbara started to go to movies regularly and started watching a lot of TV. And she became entranced with the movie stars and their lifestyle and dreamed of becoming one of herself. Hmm. She said, quote, I always wanted to be somebody, to be famous. You know, get out of Brooklyn. <laughs> She sounds like something she would say. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's so Barbara. Oh, yeah. So she started performing around the city at weddings and summer camps and different things like that. At nine years old, she had an audition with MGM Records, but it was ultimately unsuccessful. When she was 13, she recorded a Ford demo track, and two of the songs that was from that was Zing, Went the Strings of My Heart. <laughs> and you'll never know. Hmm. But Barbara wasn't really interested in being a singer. She knew she could sing, but she really wanted to be a movie star. She wanted to be an actress. It's what she dreamed of. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I feel Excuse like me. I've heard this story before. <coughs> sounds a lot like my girl's story a little I was bit. I say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people like that. Or it goes the opposite way. Mm-hmm. They go to be a singer and then they become an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when Barbara was 14, she went to see her first Broadway play, and that was The Diary of Anne Frank. Susan Strasberg starred as Anne, and Barbara was very taken with her, and from then on tried to emulate her as much as possible. After seeing the play, Barbara began spending more time in the library, studying studying biographies of stage actresses like Eleanor, Eleanora Deuce and Sarah Bernhardt. And she also began reading novels and plays and studying acting theories. Hmm. So she's she's 14 at this time when she's doing this. She's very own. adamant about this. Yes. Like, she's like, like, this is my fucking dream. Yes. I'm going to try to do this. It, re- it reminds me of Leah Michelle's character, Rachel Berry. Oh, hell yeah, like, dude. through and real. through. For real. Through and through. So after all this, she goes on to attend uh, Aramis. Aramis. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. High school. Uh, in Brooklyn in 1995, where she was an honor student in modern history, English, and Spanish. She joined freshman chorus and choir and choir club, and she sang with fellow classmate Neil Diamond. I read that they went to school together. I was like, very that's cool. fucking cool. Very cool. Yeah. 
And Neil Diamond said about his time with Barbara at the school, quote, we were two poor kids in Brooklyn. We hung out in front of Eremus High and smoked cigarettes. <laughs> That's sounds, funny. Sounds about right. <laughs> so the summer of 1957, Barbara got her first stage experience as a walk-on at the Playhouse in Maidenbridge, New York. She went on to have small roles in Picnic and Desk Set. In her sophomore year of high school, she got a night job at the Cherry Lane Theater in Greenwich Village, helping backstage. So she very much was adamant. She started doing this shit early. Mm-hmm. And not even like not even with help from her mom. Because her mom this whole time was like, don't do it. You're just going to fail. And mm-hmm. all of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her senior year, she actually got to star in a play called Driftwood. And she was starring alongside none other than Joanne Rivers. Mm. How cool. That's pretty cool. 1959, Barbara graduated at 16 years old. And immediately set out trying to get roles on the New York City stage. She moved there and she was living on her own and she took small menial jobs outside of acting to pay the bills because she wasn't, she wasn't getting very many acting jobs at this time because she wasn't the mature woman Mm -hmm. they were looking for on Broadway. Mm -hmm. So those were here and there. At one point she became homeless and carried around an army cot that she would sleep on at friends' houses. Mm -hmm. And when she was super desperate, she would go home for a home cooked meal from her mom. But her mother was, quote, horrified by her daughter's, quote, gypsy-like lifestyle oh wow that she would regularly beg barbara to give up acting barbara said about this quote my desires were strengthened by wanting to prove to my mother that i could be a star still sounds like gaga too mm-hmm. that part especially yeah because her dad did not understand her right. at all and he like did not respect her for a long time but she yep. was like this is just something i have to do yep. like the way i'm doing it it's all gonna pay off it's gonna I, there will be a time where I won't have to do this. And mm-hmm. it's true. It paid off and she doesn't have to right. do those specific things anymore. Right. Same thing with her. Same yeah. thing with Barbara. Yeah. 1960, she took an usher job for The Sound of Music at the Lunt Fontaine Theater. And during the run of the play, the casting director was auditioning for more singers. Hmm. This was the first time she had sang in, on, in order to audition for a role. The director didn't ultimately think she was right for the part, but she, uh, he, uh, he encouraged her to begin adding singing to her resume for future auditions because he was blown away by her voice. Oh. So this experience pushed Barbara to think about maybe a singing career as well as an acting career because she wasn't going to put that behind her. So why yeah, not do both? Of course. Why not? You got the motivation. Mm-hmm. Go for it. So she went on to ask her boyfriend, Barry Dinan, to tape her singing. And he was kind of unsure about this because he she'd never mentioned it before. He she'd never sang in front of him, so he was just like, "I mean, okay, I guess." Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much, was just like whatever you want to do. Found she, so he goes finds a guitarist to uh, accompany her, and he said about this quote: "We spent the afternoon taping, and the moment I heard the first playback, I went insane. This nutty little kook had one of the most breathtaking voices I'd ever heard." When she was finished and I turned off the machine, I needed a long moment before I dared look up at her. Which I just love that. I don't know. I just think it's adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's so cute. Uh, Barbara went on to enter a talent contest at the Lion, which is a famous gay nightclub in Greenwich Village. She performed two songs there. Don't know what they were. <coughs> All right, know- then. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> just know that there are two songs. That's it. Mm. But after she was done performing, there was a stunned silence of the crowd for a long, long moment before they erupted into a thunderous applause. She then won the talent contest, of course, and she went on to be invited back to the club to sing over several weeks. 
It was then she, it was then at this time, so she waited all this time to drop the second A from her name. So instead mm. of Barbara, she's now Barbara, which mm. I'm sure I've been saying Barbara this whole time. Eh, you've been not too bad. Yeah, okay, well, good, good, good. Uh, so now she's Barbara, and she, she did this because she didn't like Barbara. She didn't like that, so she was like, fuck that A. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Fuck you, A. <laughs> um, after this, she got a job at the Bon, bon Sior nightclub for $125 a week. And that is about $1,086 in today's value. Not bad. Currency. Not, Not bad. Not bad. Not bad for a week. <laughs> yeah. She went on to open for comedian Phyllis Diller. Oh, shit. And they became friends. Cool. She started working on her stage performance by talking to the audience in between songs to be more personable. She started cracking jokes. She realized that people liked her Brooklyn sense of humor, mm-hmm. which, of course, you, we still do. I mean, that's always still. a fun thing. Like, it, you want to see somebody's personality on stage. You want to yes. see them, like, converse with the audience. Absolutely. Make jokes. Like, show who you are. Yeah. Like, we're not here just to see you sing. We right. Want, you're you're we, supposed to be a real person. Show yeah. me you're a real person and, and not love just an you. artist. Yeah. We love your music, but we love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So critics start, you know, hearing her uh, in these different venues and stuff and writing reviews about her performances. Mm-hmm. And they start comparing her favor- favor- favorably. Thank you. <laughs> to Judy Garland, oh. Lena Horne, hmm. and Fanny Bryce. Oh, man. Some good names to yeah. be uh, next to. Yeah, yeah. One critic said, quote, she's 20. By the time she's 30... She will have re- rewritten the record books. Hmm. He wasn't wrong. No. Wasn't wrong. Was not wrong. She went on to accept her first role in the New York City stage in Another Evening with Hen- Harry Stones. The show was reviewed terribly and uh, closed the next day. Not her. She wasn't reviewed. The show mm. was just awful. Ah. Uh-uh. After this, Barbara began, wor- began working with Martin uh Elrickman, I believe is how you pronounce it, and as her manager, and he started trying to get her into bigger roles, and he got her actually in a ongoing, um, I guess you could call it a residency. It was at a nightclub, oh. uh, one of the most famous nightclubs at the time, called the Blue Angel, which is upscale in Manhattan. Mm. Worked there from 1961 to 1962, and while she was there, she was asked to audition for a new musical comedy called "I Can Get It for You Wholesale." Hmm. Now, if you're a big, big musical nerd, like I am, you know that this musical is huge. It's a big musical. She did wonderful things in it. Um, it's an older one, so I don't know if it's really that well known anymore. I don't know if I've heard of that. It kind of sounds familiar, but... Yeah, it's really. like, it's... Mm, probably 19, Yeah, 1960s, so... Ooh, yeah, yeah, I'm probably not. Yeah, I can get it for you wholesale. So she ended up landing the role of the secretary in it, and this is where she met Elliot Gold... Uh, mm. whom she fell in love with and eventually moved in with a little while later. This show opened on March 22nd of 1962 at the Sherbert Theater. The show got the show and Barbara got rave reviews and named Barbara's and was and Barbara was named, sorry, Broadway's most exciting and youngest new star. Oh. The show was recorded and it was the first time that the public could purchase an album of her singing. So this is the first album she ever put out was for that show. That's pretty cool. We'll talk about actual albums in a little bit. Uh, Barbara then went on to appear on The Tonight Show, where she sang a Sleepin' Bee. Never heard that song. Have you? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. Was it one of hers, or is it from a I show? I think it's a or? cover oh, okay. of something. I'm not sure. Oh. In 1961, Barbara was cast in Another Evening with Her- Henry Stones once again, and she Jeez. became... Uh, this was the t- for TV. Okay. So it was on Broadway, now it's on TV. So okay. She got to do that. 
And Barbara became a semi-regular guest on the talk on a a different talk show. I, it was one that's not important, so I didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. 1962, Barbara recorded I Can Get It For You Wholesale uh, for the studio recording of it. And every studio, a studio recording of... Uh, I didn't finish that sentence. <laughs> God damn it. You haven't done that in like a year. I was so proud of you. God damn it. <laughs> it literally says in the studio recording of... And there's just a big blank line right there. You see it? You motherfucker. <laughs> well, I must have gotten distracted by something. I had to, like, you don't get up, say? maybe. Oh. That's, yeah. That's Why right. wouldn't I just write? <sighs> you were so close. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a blank line. God damn it. Well, it was another studio recording, if I remember correctly. It was, like, the 25th anniversary of a different musical that she got to be on the studio recording of i can't fucking remember we ever get money in the world and we make shirts it's got to say something then just fucking the rest of it is just blank (laughs) we just don't finish it so something has to do with us and then we just don't fucking finish it leave it up to the imagination (laughs) (sighs) well google it okay so google it (laughs) she went on to appear fuck off on the the Gary Moore Show, The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, The Ed Sullivan Show. She co-hosted The Mike Douglas Show, and she appeared on multiple Bob Hope specials. Man. She went on to perform with Liberace. Oh, wow. On The Ed Sullivan Show. That's who huge. was so taken with her that he went on to invite her to Las Vegas to perform with him as his opening act at the Riviera Hotel. Oh, wow. That is a... That's an honor. That is a fucking honor, man. Holy shit. September of 1962, Barbara and Elliot married in Carson City, Nevada, while she was uh, performing in Las Vegas. And this leads us up to the very first Barbara Streisand album. And it is called The Barbara Streisand Album. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty cut and dry. Okay. Uh, we know what we're getting into. You do. Thanks, Barb. Yep. Uh, it was released on February 25th of 1963. The single from it was Happy Days Are Here Again, which is still one of her most popular songs. Mm-hmm. It went to number nine on the Billboard 200 chart. It's certified gold in the U.S. with over 500,000 copies sold. It won three Grammys for this album and... What does that say? Oh, and made her the best-selling female vocalist in the country at the time. Hmm. So immediately with that first album, she went to the top. She went to the top, to number one. She was number one! (laughs) Anyways... Hmm. If you like Spongebob, I hope people... I do. I hope people still like Spongebob. Dude. Oh, really, Rachel? Uh, she's just a, she's just a couple years older than us. That's true. I'm, I'm a few years older. Than, I, I was also stubborn because I was one of those, like, it's everybody going to this. Oh, man, it's oh, so yeah, good, though. I get that. Julius... <sighs> good, good. I'm okay, glad so you, you're, you're starting. Good, 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 good. good. 30 years old. Hey, the early back. shit is the best. The first yep. like, five seasons yep. are where it's fucking at. Yep. Like, oh, fuck yeah. That's where all of my, like, <laughs> everything that I say is referencing yep. that yep. show. Like, yep. Oh, oh it's so gosh. great, though. It's great. Anyways, so <laughs> let's go on because she did not wait long. She went ahead and put out the second. Barbara Streisand album. Is it called the second Barbara Streisand album? You are very correct. It sure is. Shut the fuck up. It sure is. <laughs> it sure yeah. is. Rachel's mind is blown. <laughs> Mouth agape. Mind blown. Yes, uh, it is called the second Barbara Streisand album. I just want to point out, I was being a goddamn smartass. I know you were. Really? <laughs> wow. Okay. I know. That's why I was like, it's not going to fucking 
No way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It sure is, guys. It okay. sure is. It was, it was released in August of 1963. The singles were When the Sun Comes Out, uh, My Coloring Book, uh, Slash Lover, so I guess that was a B-side, Come okay. Back to Me, and My my Coloring Book. Why did I write that twice? Uh, well, you thought, well, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to leave it blank, so I might kind <laughs> of make sure I fill the line okay. up. Okay, so hang on. Let me, let me tell you. My mindset when I was doing this research, uh-huh. just for a second. Uh-huh. So I haven't had caffeine in a really long time, right? Right. And right. I needed to finish this up. Uh-huh. And so that was this morning, and I got off work late, because mm-hmm. usually I get off work early. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got off work late, and I realized Starbucks is open. Oh, yeah. yeah. At this time. So I went, drove through Starbucks, got me a venti uh, cinnamon dolce latte, mm. chugged that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And then I was shaking, oh, trying to do this research, oh, speeding on caffeine. Oh, That's what happened. <laughs> so, uh, learn my lesson. Of course. Anyway, so let's go back to the second Barbra Streisand album. <laughs> it went to number two on the Billboard 200 chart. It was certified gold in the U.S. with over 500,000 copies sold there. And in 1964, Barbara decided to return back to Broadway. And she did this in the famous, famous musical, Funny Girl, as Fanny Bryce. Ugh, mm. my heart. And this was at the Winter Garden Theater. She went on to be featured at, on the cover of Time Magazine for her role in the musical. In 1966, she reprised the role in London's West End. And that's probably one of her most, it, probably her most famous role. Yeah. Would you say? I'd Probably. I would say it's her most famous role. Yeah. It has to be. That's what she's most known yeah. for, I would think. Uh, 1956 to 1968, Barbara had her first four solo television specials, which is a big deal always. Over her career, Barbara has recorded over 50 albums. Jesus. And so because of that, we're Are they all gonna... called the Barbara Stry- <laughs> the third Barbara Streisand album? The 33rd Barbara Streisand yeah. album. Dude, I wish. I wish <laughs> now, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> now that's what I call Barbara Streisand 44. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Damn it. I wish. I'd, oh, God, that would be great. Wouldn't it, though? So, since there are so many, we're not going to talk about all of them. I don't expect you to. I, right. I don't want to fall asleep here at the desk with, with right. you just telling me album titles. We are going to talk like, about oh, quite a bit uh, quite a bit of them because she does have some... I picked out ones that are, like, her big albums. Like essentials. Yes, big mm-hmm. essential albums. So, well, are you ready? Always. Okay. Sure. We're going to start with My Name is Barbara. Right. It, was re- it was released in May of 1965. It went to number two on the Billboard 200 chart. It was certified gold uh, with over 500,000 copies sold in the U.S. The next one is called Guilty. It was released on September 23rd of 1980. The singles from it were Woman in Love, Guilty, What Kind of Fool, and Promises. Hmm. This is actually a collab album with Barry Gibb. It won one Grammy for Best Duet. Just here, shiny got my billions. <laughs> uh, it went to number one in ten countries. Damn. Six times platinum in Australia, five times platinum in Canada and the U.S., two times platinum in France, platinum in Finland, Germany, Hong Kong, New Zealand, and the U.K. It has over five million copies sold worldwide. Damn. I think that is uh, one of the top three albums that she is, like, selling-wise. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have the Broadway album. It was released on November 5th of 1985. Is that just doing a bunch of different songs from Broadway? Yep. It's okay. all of the different different stuff that she had done on Broadway. I think she covered maybe some that she hadn't. Okay, cool. Um, the singles on it were Send in the Clowns and Somewhere. 
Hmm. Went to number one on the Billboard 200 chart. It is certified four times platinum in the U.S., two times platinum in Canada, platinum in New Zealand, gold in the Netherlands and the U.K., and over four million copies sold worldwide. And this album gave Barbara her eighth Grammy. We'll go through the awards at the end. I just want to throw those in there. Of course. Next one is Till I Loved You. It was released on October 25th of 1988. It went to number 10 on the Billboard 200 chart, certified platinum in Australia, Canada, and the U.S., and gold in the Netherlands, Switzerland, and the U.K. The next one, my throat hurts already, (laughs) is Back to Broadway. It was released on June 29th of 1993. It went to number one on the Billboard 200 chart. You can clearly see where people love her. Mm -hmm. It is Broadway. Mm Mm-hmm. It is two times certified two times platinum in the U.S. and platinum in Canada and gold in the U.K. Over two million copies sold worldwide. All right, so now we're going to get into some little fun stuff here, and then we'll go back to some albums. All right. September 1993, Barbara started performing live again for the first time in 27 years. Jesus. So, like, concerts, not not Broadway, not stuff like that. This mm-hmm. is concerts of her material, Broadway material, whatnot. Okay. Tickets for her tour, her first tour in 27 years. This is 1993. Mm-hmm. So we don't have computers yet. Mm-hmm. This isn't something like you have to go and stand in line. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember when tickets. my mom would go and right. get tickets. And exactly. I have to go to Carmel with her and stand in the line yep. and the weaving in and out of the aisles. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time. Oh, I had to take a drink. I get it. Um, So tickets for her tour sold out in under an hour. Damn. Yeah. That's Damn. incredible. That's incredible. Shit. When you think about how it goes, because now tickets sell out in seconds, mm-hmm. literal seconds, because you're doing it at home. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. Yeah. All right. So 1996, Barbara released I Finally Found Someone with Brian Adams, which is another one of her most popular songs. Mm-hmm. It was her first significant hit and first hot 100 top 10 since 1981. Mm. Over the next few years, Barbara went on touring and recording albums. She also participated in a re-recording of We Are the World in February of 2010. And that's the, the charity song yeah. from way back. We are the world. Yeah. yeah we one. are the children. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> There's a bunch of fucking A-list yep. singers in that shit. Yep. Yeah. All right, so let's go back into some albums here. Okay. All brighty. Is it the 30 or the 45th I believe... annual Barbara Streisand album? <laughs> Actually, I think this one was number 27. 27, okay. No, it couldn't have been. No, because it's 2014. There's oh, no way. All right. I have no idea what so number it is. So uh, it's the 48th. Maybe. Because <laughs> you said it was like 50, right? Yeah. Well, she said it's over 50. Oh, okay. Like if you include live albums, if you oh. include everything, it's over 50. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's insane. That's a lot of work. Yep. That's it, a lot of money. It, you are very right about you that. go, girl. Right? She knows where the money's at. She knows what she's doing. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. She's, and she's selling them, too. Each one is like, oh, fuck a yeah. million copies sold. Fuck yeah. copies sold. It's like, bitch. And <laughs> we're going to have another one here. Partners. Released on September 16th, 2014. Singles were What Kind of Fool? Featuring John Legend. Because these were all old songs of hers uh, that she had people come back and yeah, yeah, yeah. feature with her. I like when people do that. Me, too. And the other single was Lost Inside of You, featuring Babyface, of all people. Oh. Right. I thought that was interesting. I feel like their voices would go pretty well Yes, together. I do, too. Mm. I did not listen to the song, but I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it went to number one on the Billboard 200 chart, of course. It was certified platinum in Australia, Poland, uh, the UK, and the US. Gold in Canada, Hungary, and New Zealand. Jeez. Over 1.5 million copies sold worldwide. The next one is Encore, movie pictures... Or movie partners sing Broadway. So what she did with this album 
was she took her Broadway songs and then she had people that she had been in, in movies with or people mm-hmm. like different movie stars mm-hmm. sing them with her. That is cool. Very cool. It was released on August 26th of 2016. And one of the, the single that from it came from uh, at the ballet. It went to number one on the Billboard 200 chart. It is certified gold in Australia. So I wonder if Chris Christopherson is on is on there at all since they were together in A Star is Born. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I I only know of one because I love it so much. Oh really? Yes. I didn't know. I didn't know that you actually knew something from it. So uh, Melissa cool. McCarthy's on it. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Melissa McCarthy's on it with her, and um, they do the song that uh uh anything you can do, I can do better. Oh. Okay. It's it's fantastic. I it's bet. Fantastic because they they rewrite the lyrics in order to fit Melissa McCarthy. Like uh-huh. it's so good. That's funny. Anyways. Um, all right, next next album, last album we're going to talk about here because it is her most recent album, Walls, came out uh, on November 2nd of 2018. I'm sure if you go back, mm-hmm. you'll probably hear Sam talk about it. Yeah. A uh, single from it was Don't Lie to Me, and this was written as a criticism of America's political co- climate with Trump uh, as our um, president. I did not realize that. Yes. Good for her. Uh, number It went to number 12 on the Billboard 200 chart. It is certified silver in the U.S. Cool. All right, so now... We've talked about, we've talked about, you know, like, you know, her, her music, which we always do, but she's also famous for her movies. Oh, yeah. And a lot of her music came from her movies. Mm -hmm. Because in almost every movie she was in, she sang something. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go through some of her movies, just some of them, not all of them. Mm -hmm. Some of her really famous ones. Of course. Are you down? Sure. I'm just listing them off. Okay. In the year they were made. Okay. Okay. We have Funny Girl, of course. She, of course. She was that on Broadway. She reprised her role in the movie for I mean, Funny it's, Girl. It's only right. It's only right. You know, if if the timing is right and you You're do right. it soon enough. Well, right. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I know. To, it's okay. I'm sorry to bring out the pain of Wicked. It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what I mean. When it's done right in the mm-hmm. right amount of time, it can, Absolutely. It can be done. Like, Absolutely. Man. They should have done it. I understand. And they didn't. I'm so sorry to, to open up that one. It's okay. It's we, okay. We had moved on. <laughs> I'm, I have never moved. I will not move on. No, from I that, know. Ever. But but podcast wise, we had <laughs> true, we, true. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it again eventually. But, oh yeah, you know those first two episodes of, right. of the month they, they right. were supposed to be about the the rage on that. So <sighs> didn't mean to bring it up a third okay. week in a row. <laughs> Sorry, man. All right. Sorry. All right. So that was a uh, came out in 1968, and then we have The Lion in Winter in 1968 as well. Hello mm. Dolly oh. in 1969. On a Clear Day, You Can See Forever in 1970. Also in 1970, we have The Owl and the Pussycat. Mm-hmm. And then in 1972, we have What's Up, Doc? Ah. Oh. And then we have the song The Way We Were. Not the song, the movie, The Way We Were, which uh-huh. actually there is a song that she sings called The Way We Were, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was 1973. Which actually, I need to write that down. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. that's a great one. You're welcome. Uh, 1974, we have For Pete's Sake. 1976, we have the famous, famous movie that has been remade once again today, mm-hmm. A Star is Born, which of course she sang the theme of it, uh, the love theme, mm-hmm. which quote unquote it's called uh, Evergreen for mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have 1979 for the main event. Ni- 1983 is a movie called Yenti. I haven't seen that one. 1991, The Prince of Tides. 1996, she was in The Mirror Has Two Faces. And then we're going to skip to 2012. Oh. Yeah, when yeah. she starred in The Guilt Trip yeah, yeah, with yeah. Amy Schumer. I remember that. Yes. And now, 
Uh, I'm I'm super excited about this. Uh, I did not know this until I did this research. Oh, the musical Gypsy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've made you listen to something from it. I love that musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting a film adaptation. Oh. And Barbara is set to be in it, mm-hmm. to star in it as Gypsy's mother. Oh, cool. The, like, key role of... That's the, cool. Uh, I, oh, I can't wait. How cool It's going to be great. And she's also set to direct mm. a historical drama uh, about Catherine the Great. Oh. Yep. Very cool. Very, very cool. And you know what I didn't do? You didn't do the awards? I didn't have them pulled up. Well, um... But while you're doing that, I guess I will ask... Oh, yeah, do your fun facts. Well, no, but even before that, I guess before we even get into that, I'll ask the, the uh, weak question. Do we stand Barbara? Oh, do oh. Do we stand Barbara Streisand? Yeah, we yeah. got to, we, right? We do that now, Corey. You, you haven't been here in one, you haven't listened at the end of each person. We always, yeah. After everything we've learned, we ask each other, do we stand them? Like, you know. Yeah, they, I, I absolutely get behind. Are they worthy? You know, like, are they worth, like, backing them? And, right. You know, are they a good person? And I, I'm going to say... Yeah, because yeah. Uh, she really, she really went for it. Like she, she did. She didn't give a fuck. Like it didn't matter that like you know they lived in poverty for a while, or the fact that like when she was on her own, she was living on the fucking street. Like right, she had a dream and she fucking went for it, and she really made something of herself today. So I'm gonna say yeah, because fuck yeah, she fucking killed it and she killed it. She did. She put she, in work. She started at the bottom and she's literally there. Yes. Like, shit. Like, yeah. Good for you, Barb. A crazy, crazy life mm-hmm. full, full of fucking shit mm-hmm. of albums, of Broadway, of movies. She did everything she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And she proved her mom wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that, isn't that a great victory sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mom. But I mean, even she would know, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's nice to, you know, prove your mom right. wrong, you know, if they had a, an idea like about that. you or whatever. Right. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. All right. You want to do fun facts and then... Well, no, do you want me to do awards? Go ahead and do fun your facts? awards. If you got to pull right. up, go I for gotta it. I got to pull it up. All right. All right. Let's try to get through these here. There's lots, guys. There's oh, lots. I'm sure there's like 75 awards. Probably. Uh, let's start with the Grammys here because there's, there's some. Not as many as I thought, to be honest. Oh. Um, well, I told you about a lot of them, though. Sure, you got for like different albums. She has eight Grammys. Some of them are for, she got her first Grammy in 1963 with her first, very first album called the Barbra Streisand Album. Nice. She won Album of the Year that year. Wow. Uh, Best Female Vocal Performance as well. 1964, she won Best Female Vocal Performance for the song People. Uh, or the album People. No. Yeah, it's album. My bad. Mm. Um, she, she was nominated for Best Contemporary Pop Vocal Performance for Funny Girl Soundtrack in 1968. She didn't win. Oh, that's really surprising. That's really surprising to me as well. Hmm. I'm not happy with that. <laughs> but, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Her awards are set up really weird. Huh. In 1977, she won Grammy Award for Best Pop Female Vocal Performance and Song of the Year for Evergreen from A Star is Born. Nice, nice. Yep. And yep, I gave yep, you that yep. little fun fact last week. I can actually pull yep. it up for you right now and yep. I can tell you again. Um, so, both versions of the soundtrack uh, yeah the 2018 version and the the 70s at 76 78 74 74 whatever sometime in the 70s um both soundtracks 76 sorry you're right 76 um they both went to number one in the same week uh Mm -hmm. 42 years apart both the soundtrack and um their um main single like their first single so evergreen from barbara's and shallow from the 2018 yep they both went to number one in the same week 
of the same month. Yeah. Just 42 years apart. Yeah. So. It's crazy. Yeah. Bradley knew what he was doing. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. All right. So, in uh, 1986, she won a Grammy for Best Pop Vocal Female Performance for the Broadway album. Because oh. it is it is a great album. If you haven't listened to them, it's, it's fantastic. What's wrong with you? Why haven't you? Okay. Um, so let's go to some film awards here. She has, she does have herself some Oscars. Cool. 1969, she won an Oscar for Best Actress for Funny Girl. Aw. She also won for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy and Musical, for Funny Girl. Uh, she was nominated for a Golden Globe for Hello, Dolly! in 1970. She was also nominated for an Academy Award in 1974 for The Way We Were and did not win. Same thing for the Golden Globes. Hmm. In 1977, she won for she won an Academy Award, an Oscar for Best Original Song for Evergreen, just like, like Lady Gaga. Yep. yep. <coughs> Man, my throat. 1977, she also won Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical for A Star Is Born, and she also won Best Original Song. These are all Golden Globes. Sorry. Mm. Uh, Best Original Song. She won that one as well for uh, Evergreen. So her and Gaga, when it came to the Golden Globes as well, they were yep about the same. Yep. Winning the same awards. That's cool. Uh, first time that she ever won a Golden Globe for directing. She won Best Director for a Motion Picture mm-hmm. for Yenti or Yentel? Yentel. I think it's Yentel. Mm-hmm. Why did I put an I when I wrote yeah, it? Yeah, she was the first was... woman to write, produce, direct, and star in yeah. that film. Yeah. She also, uh, that film also won Best Motion Picture Comedy or Musical that year. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's see here. More and more wins. Oh, that's it. All done. All right. Well, I have a few fun facts for you. All right. That you didn't steal, but it's okay. Um, Did I steal a lot? No, only like three, three or four. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, But actually, I mean, you didn't, that last one you didn't steal. I just kind of like interjected. So really you only took three and then I interjected and gave you a fourth one. Um, So she actually used to date um, the uh, Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau. Oh, yeah. And she actually turned down the offer to marry him when he proposed. So she could have been the first lady of Canada. How crazy would that have been? That would have been crazy. And super freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What were you thinking, girl? No, I I get it, though. Like, don't marry a man if you're not in it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Especially Um, political things. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Apparently, when when she was younger, she uh, did do some singing at her PTA meetings at school. Yep, and uh, they she did so well that she started like uh, singing weddings and uh, that summer at summer camp. Mm-hmm. She, she sang. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like she even as a really small kid, she yep. was just like, I'm fucking doing it. Yep. Like, I don't care. She wasn't. She didn't go fuck. Yeah. Um, she was the first woman to be honored as a composer for the song Evergreen. Mm-hmm. In 1977. And uh, the last one I have is she holds the record for the only woman to have the most top 10 albums. Yeah. Yeah. Which is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. She's pretty great. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, I mean, favorite songs. I don't know a whole lot by Barb, so I I just have three songs that that I know. Um, Obviously, Don't Rain on My Parade. Of course. I love that song. It's just, I love the beat to it. I just love the, I don't know. It, It gets me like jazzed up right you know what i'm saying right, right um i really like evergreen i hadn't heard it before just because i when when the movie came out i was like oh yeah i love this movie i'm gonna give the other ones a chance but i've just still been on such an a star is born high 
like my star is born mm-hmm. that I just it's been so hard for me to actually open up and listen to the other ones as much as I love Judy and right. you know as as much as you know Barbara was you know all about yeah. this remake and Chris was all about this remake I want to give those other yeah. ones a chance and listen to their soundtracks I just haven't done it yet but I really liked Evergreen and uh the way we were because I totally forgot about that yeah yeah <laughs> All right, so of course, uh, I'm going to start with uh, the non-Broadway ones, because there are so many Broadway ones. So Evergreen, of course, I like that one. Um, I finally found someone. Woman in Love, The Way We Were. Uh, Oh, there's one down here somewhere. Hang on. Where is it? The one, the song that she sang with Michael Buble. Oh, I know what you're talking You know what I'm talking about. about. I know you know what I'm talking about. I can't think of that right now. I can't either. Bummer. I can't find it on here right now. Bummer. But of course, the Broadway album. I uh, I could just say the whole thing, honestly. <laughs> um, something's coming from West Side Story. Not while I'm around from Sweeney Todd. Being alive from Company. Um, Send in the clowns, of course. Pretty Women from Sweeney Todd. And somewhere from that's, West Side that's Story. That's pretty cool that she covered stuff from Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Love it's, the songs from Sweeney this, Todd. If you listen to any Barbra Streisand, it's got to be, for me, it's got to be the Broadway album. Mm-hmm. I love the Broadway album. It's so good. All right. All right. Yep. Those are mine. Okay. Well, all I right. guess that that's the show. That's, that's the show. That's the way the news goes. <laughs> um, so before we do anything else, I just want to promote the other show yep. that we do. Um, it's called Sam Scoop me i'm i'm sam uh hi uh so uh we also do another show where we give you all the news in the music world and all the gossip and new releases and tour announcements and then you know we give you our opinions that you may not care about but we're gonna give them to you anyway so i mean yeah it's our podcast yeah we do what we want want. we're the boss here (laughs) so yeah but uh when when these episodes come out you also get uh helping a sam scoop too so yeah make sure to give those a listen yep they're always do that. new and fun every week. Do that. And then go to shinypennyband.com and support the dudes that do our themes. Uh, my theme is Mr. Welker and Sam's theme on Sam Scoop is Insanity. Yay. They're both very good. You can find videos for them on YouTube and videos for other songs they do on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, support them. Love them. Get them famous. <laughs> please. Okay. Please. please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to email us and tell us that we suck, uh, you can email us at the Stan Girls. At gmail.com. Not the Stan Girls. I lied. It's just Stan Girls. No the. There's no the. Yeah, it's just Stan Girls. <laughs> we have Instagram. We have Facebook. You can find us there at the Stan Girls Podcast. Twitter at Stan Girls Pod. And if you want to go to Patreon and pay $2 to make us holla. Thank you. In those eardrums. I mean, I would holla. I mean, turn us up as loud as you want. We'll help you holler as loud as you want. <laughs> I want my $2. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you go there, pay $2, you can get access to all of the old episodes that we used to do under our old name. Because um, there are loads of them, so do that. There really are. Like, yeah. like oh, just, do we have time? I'm just going to, like, just jaw, like just yell out some names go. real quick that we've done as the old name. Okay, so we've done Taylor Swift. Yep. We've done Marilyn Manson. Uh, but we've done people like Bing Crosby and Michael Buble, Mariah fucking Carey, mm-hmm. um, New Kids on the Block, mm-hmm. Childish Gambino, Garth Brooks, John Mayer. We've done the, the Hamilton slash Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yep. That was a great While one. we're on the subject of musicals and right. one of the greatest musicals of all time, we've done an episode on fucking Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yep. So if you want to hear it, you should probably donate that two bucks and yeah. get a listen. 
Um, but you know, we we always you know try to do little fun things and themed months. So like we've done spooky months. Yeah. In the every past. Halloween. Every, every Halloween. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but we we do country people and we do oldies and jazz and just the everything. Yeah. We, everything. And we want to cover everyone. So we did um, Peter uh, Tchaikovsky. Yes. 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 Who does the Nutcracker? Yes, yep. yes, that was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, we usually try to do, like, holiday-themed mm-hmm. months and stuff. It's really I want to do more classical composers. I know, it was a lot of fun. Because he was very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, oh, man, we covered Weird Al. Yeah. Um, Leah Michelle. Yep. And, and Darren and Chris. Darren Chris. That was, a, that was, like, a two-part episode. Janelle mm-hmm. Monet. Uh, yeah, I mean, Weezer, Macklemore, Mumford & Sons, who we're going to be seeing in yeah, a Yeah, like, we week. are. So, I mean, dude, like, the list goes on. Like, seriously, yeah. just go to patreon.com slash... The Stand Girls. Check out the list. Yep. Donate two bucks. Yep. I think it. you'll have a grand slam of a time. That's all I gotta do. Uh, next week, uh, still Musical March. Yep. So, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're doing The Lion King. Yeah, we I'm are. I'm super excited. Uh, that wasn't in the original lineup, but <laughs> I, I was a little ahead and I was like, hey, I'm doing this work and I'm having a really hard time finding some shit that's accurate, like, and actually covering what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, let's just switch it up. And uh, Lion King, I mean, we're familiar with the story. Yes. Both of us, everybody, really. Everybody. Uh, is familiar with the Lion King like come on um even if you haven't seen the, the show the show is based off of the film right like completely right. so it's it's fantastic and I I can't wait because I found some really fun facts that cool. I can't wait to share so, cool yeah. I'm excited about it me too all right all right I think that's it that's I guess it. I'll get the fuck out of your house now you get the fuck out of my house okay all right bye guys I click